Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by Jamie. Yes, you are. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for once again being on my podcast. You know, you're very gracious. You've allowed me to do like some 50 some episodes. I'm very, very touched. <laughs> Every single episode with you. <laughs> I always include you. It's Thank almost you. like it's our podcast. I mean, but I not, wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> you do run all of the social media for it. Well, you know. and I simply sat back and stare at our empty inbox that no one ever sends emails to. <laughs> yeah, but you know, one day <laughs> that's going to be full. So, you know, we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, in the semi late Christmas spirit, yeah. we decided to discuss one of the many Christmas originals that are on Netflix. In retrospect, we should have thought of this a week earlier and done one before and after Christmas, <laughs> but yeah. we didn't. And that's all there is to that story. Yep. Next, maybe next year. <laughs> so we did, uh, I think this one, did it come out this it did. year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So we picked a current one for it anyways. Um, it's called Let It Snow. And it is everything that you would want from a high school drama slash Hallmark Christmas movie <laughs> remix. It's so true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it ends exactly the way that you expect it to end, like it all does. Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. In like a non-Netflix fashion, in fact. <laughs> it's all like happy and wrapped up at the end. <laughs> That's true, but that is only because it is a Christmas movie and yeah. you have to like end those in a happy way where everybody gets together with everybody correctly. That's because all Christmas movies are also romance movies. They are. <laughs> yes. Because Christmas is, you know, brings about the romance spirit. It just really brings out the, the horniness in everybody. <laughs> it apparently does. <laughs> so this movie has got all the stereotypical couples that you could want from a high school drama slash Christmas remix. <laughs> You've got the couple who've known each other forever yes. and are friends, but want to be more. You've got the couple who a girl is dating some douche from high school and she has to choose between the douche and her best friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've got the escaped famous guy who's like <laughs> on the lamb living life <laughs> yep <laughs> and <laughs> and you've got the modern day couple where one of them is out and one of them is not true yes and so yeah i think that's all the couples right uh yeah and then you have the dj guy who's yeah. just by himself <laughs> his only his his partner is just the perfect Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, the perfect Christmas party and that guy Which he Billy. Also gets. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. So So thoughts. Yeah. Reactions. Responses. Sure. Um, my <laughs> first impression is that it is a very like as you say, it's very hallmark. It's very everything's wrapped up nice at the end. But I did find it cute and it wasn't boring to watch. It was very No. It it was, you know, as you say, it's kind of everything you expect from a Christmas film. So I was pleased at the end of it. I feel like I would have felt more in the spirit had I watched it before Christmas, but I didn't. So Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Again, the idea to do a Christmas movie as part of our podcast didn't come to us until after we had already recorded last week's episode. And True. we were like, we should have done something Christmassy. Christmas is in three days. Yeah. <laughs> but 
you know, we didn't. It's, I mean, <laughs> so we're doing it now to make it up. <laughs> that's t- that's our typical fashion, you know. Always a bit late on the game. I know. And we even saw each other over Christmas break. We could have recorded an in-person one, but we failed at oh, that yeah. too. So true. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so, what were your impressions overall of the movie? I think the thing that surprised me the most about it was that it was more funny than I expected it to yeah. be. Like, I kind of just thought it would just be cheesy and kind of dumb and, you know, with like that Christmas movie feel to it. Yeah, yeah. But like, it was actually, there was parts where I was legitimately laughing. So I found that to be, to be good. <laughs> yeah. No, it was very, yeah, it was very well written. It was a lot of fun. I, I like the fact that they didn't just have one storyline like there's these four kind of distinct storylines happening that all tie together in the end you know they all end up at the same party dancing at the end together but like through most of the movie it is like kind of four separate storylines and i liked that because i think it would have been boring if they tried to only focus on one of those four. Oh yeah it would have been <laughs> way too simplistic as well because yeah. like although all of the stories are a lot of fun it's kind of yeah, you need them all in order to make they're, it a cohesive. They're fun in small doses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which like, is why it works. <laughs> like, I could totally see them making an entire film out of the story with Tobin and, and Angie, a.k.a. the Duke. So these are the ones who are the long-term friends, and, like, neither of them had the courage to speak up and be like, oh, right. I love you. Um, I feel like you, we, yeah. I've seen full <laughs> movies about that. So, like, that's possible, but, like, oh, I don't and, know. like, full movies about oh that. yeah <laughs> yeah that's the most common theme for a christmas movie i think is the couple who's known each other since they were three years old yeah and they're not really a couple yet kind of <laughs> right mentality it's, it was a cute storyline though i like that um you know they meet up with j was it jp or pj jp i think um, <laughs> they meet up with their pjs <laughs> at this like skate ring thing and i i like that although Tobin becomes like really jealous of JP because he's the cool college guy who has like all of these life experiences and is seemingly swooing over, you know, swooing Angie. But I like that in the end when Angie and Tobin are together, he's kind of like, um, can we still hang out with JP? Cause I kind of like him. (laughs) Well, and I feel like JP, I don't get the impression that he was really after Angie no. so much as like he just was friends with her and kind of wanted to hang out with her. I don't think he would have turned down like right. a romance right. with her, but that wasn't his initial intention. So like really Tobin didn't have much of a reason to be jealous. No. Well, and it seems that <laughs> And JP J- seemed like he wasn't a giant dick. I right. like he was just a generally nice person. Yeah, and it seems like he kind of figured things out from the looks he was giving as they were like playing the organ and singing yeah. it seemed like he knew <laughs> yeah you know? um, he knew although then he gets up and just starts dancing right. with angie to like i don't know see if he could rub things the wrong way maybe apparently and he does so <laughs> <laughs> i did like that they kind of give him like a happy ending too because yeah. like he meets Addie and she's like oh hi <laughs> yeah and he's holding the pig <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Which my I pig. I don't understand. Was one high school girl going to buy another high school girl a pig for uh, a pet? She the apparently year before did. Before they're going off to college, like yeah, I mean that's what she was doing. Well, because you know Addie had all of the like pig memorabilia in her apartment or house or whatever, so she was very into I mean, pigs. 
I get the significance of it, but she's going to leave in, what, nine months to go to college, and yeah. then the parents just have to take care of this pig for the rest <laughs> of its life. <laughs> right. As no. somebody who's had pets and then true. went away to another state and left the pets behind. That's very true. I know that that's what happens to pets when the children move away. <laughs> yeah. What I did like about that, although the, that is very impractical, you are right. But what I did like about that storyline is that at first I was kind of concerned that they were going to make Dare, uh, what's it, Dory or D f- be in love with Addie. Yeah. And I was like, ugh, not another like, you know, one person straight, one person's gay, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. But I like that ultimately it was yeah. really just like them, like, Dory just really wanted Addie to realize that she was spending a lot of putting a lot of effort into relationships that don't matter and that pe- for right. b- people that don't care for her really, where she should be focusing on her friends. So I like that it turned into but that I mean, sort of thing. Dory probably should have been giving herself that speech too, because Carrie, in my opinion, wasn't worth her time of day. Oh, <laughs> uh, was that her name? I didn't remember. Carrie, yeah. Yeah. No, that. <laughs> According to IMDb, that's the Oh, okay. I, knew I know. I was like, was. listen. I'm not sure they ever- I didn't know anyone's name for the longest time. So like I until I, I didn't know Dory's name until I read it on her name tag at the <laughs> at the diner. So like a lot of my names and like my notes have names like Pet Shop Girl, Instagram Girl, Boy in Love. <laughs> Columbia. I open up the IMDb page first to like see all of the names of the characters so I can write them down. Nice. I <laughs> should do that. Straight. Just for not for every movie I watch, just for podcasting purposes. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'll let you know that the crazy woman in the tinfoil, her name on IMDb is just Tinfoil Woman. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is totally fine because Tinfoil Woman was the best character. So I'm pretty sure she's Santa. Oh. <laughs> Deep dive. That's, my, that's my, my theory. What is it when you have a, not a conspiracy theory. Head can, oh. Fan theory. Yeah, fan, fan theory. theory. Yeah. About it. Tinfoil woman is Santa. I mean. In, in disguise. If she takes her tinfoil off, she turns into a fat old man. Maybe, and that's why she didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Then again, she has. She had been. I guess they did only. Well, we only saw that on Christmas Day, but it seems like she's around the town. So I don't know if Santa hangs around there year right. round. But listen to my evidence. Okay? <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> she is the only person. She's the only person able to successfully travel through the snow on Christmas Eve. <laughs> like well, right there, that yeah. screams Santa Claus. <laughs> Number two, she's like behind so much of what happens in this movie. She's like brings AD back to Dory. She helps AD to like realize that she doesn't need her phone and her boyfriend. And like she's just like kind of the matchmaker behind the scenes. She gets Tobin's car out of the ditch so that he can go to the party. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. So she's implicated yeah. with two people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I, yeah. I, I mean, perhaps that is. She's supposed to be this sort of, like, ephemeral being who really? shows up just to fix things. And You were supposed to be swayed by my <laughs> argument. <laughs> that she's the only being in the show who's able to successfully transport herself around in the snow on Christmas Eve. I mean, true. Although those annoying brothers, although they spin out a little bit, oh, they do God. end up getting to... <laughs> The party. 
Okay, you know what the best part about the annoying brothers is? What? Is that there's there's two characters in the show who are kind of just giant dicks. There's the Weston brothers, and <laughs> there's the girl that 80s Madison. boyfriend is on her with named Madison. And for viewers, you know my name is Madison. And for those who you don't know, my brother's name is Weston. <laughs> so Madison and Weston are both the giant dicks in this movie. <laughs> so what is this trying to say to you is the question. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like this movie is just speaking personally. There's no one named Jeb in your family as well, is there? Jeb, no. Is that was her boy- Jeb in the show? I think, wasn't that her boyfriend's name? Oh, what the hell was her boyfriend's name? I, I think it was remember. Jeb because I kept trying to like figure it out, <laughs> and at one point I, I was. I think it was. I was hearing Jeff, which I... makes it more of a name than Jeb. Well, it could be short for Jebediah or something, but I, I, <laughs> I or Jedediah, Jed maybe. But I definitely like thought I heard Jeff at first too. But then I, it sounded very B to me. But whatever his name was, he was a dick as well. I'm gonna <laughs> and view the full cast to see if i could find what his name actually is it is jeb look at that oh, okay jeb in madison how many bees one ah damn i wrote two ah see Ooh, there's some really interesting names further down the list we've got woman on train <laughs> oh that woman winter on the train solstice woman oh yeah yeah winter solstice woman kwanzaa woman jesus yeah goddess lachini yeah I, I messed that one up i'm sure <laughs> waffle town waitress nice well all of those like goddesses and stuff were in that amazing song oh, the play yeah oh my god <laughs> that was my favorite part of the movie was how like inclusive that play was of just every single tradition in the world <laughs> oh my gosh everything and i love that the song was just like very you know transparent about that too it's like we celebrate everything here and it's like okay <laughs> and then and then the wise men traveled across <laughs> westeros to bring gifts to baby jesus yep. <laughs> westeros being from game of thrones oh really <laughs> yeah it's like the name of the area game of thrones oh i missed that reference <laughs> so you need to watch game of you've thrones you've never watched game of thrones i know shame shame on you but <laughs> I <laughs> that was hilarious. It, yeah, that was a really fun part. I going back to Dory briefly, and what was the girl's name? Carrie. Car- Which one? Kim Edie or Carrie? Carrie. 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 Okay, so I it was very annoying. Of course, like no, you know, it was very clear even bef- even though for some reason it wasn't clear to Dory that Carrie was not out because she yes. was very like awkward around her friends and stuff. But I do like that Dory did end up confronting her about it. And she's like, you've been, how you've been acting today is real shit and stuff. Right. Like, cause she seems very timid and like not the type to do so. But I'm glad that she at least spoke out and didn't try to like secretly date her. And then, of course, right. like Carrie kisses her in the middle of everyone and all of her friends are very yeah. happy about it, which was cute. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it ended fine i guess my problem with it is is not so much that like i understand it can be very difficult to come out so it's not that i think carrie should have just immediately come out to her friends or something it was more like you don't have to be a dick right <laughs> like you could just be to dory as a person and not be a giant dick about it yeah or, and like when you know you're in the bathroom with her just tell her you know i'm not out to my friends yet kind of thing you know um please don't 
without me kind of thing. Right. Instead, she just but, makes out with her and confuses her. Yeah, which, like, just makes Dory think, oh, okay, well, this is going to be fine then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make her a giant waffle snitch. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> with butterbeer. Yep. So who was who is your favorite couple? <sighs> I don't know. Do I have a favorite? It might have to be Keon and the party, but (laughs) 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 I mean, I thought I thought the singer Stuart and Julie were cute because it was fun, like seeing. I think her name was Julie, anyway. Yeah, Stuart and Julie. Yeah, they're my favorite. Yeah, because like it was it was fun to see them and like Stuart like won over the mother slowly and then won over the grandfather and. You know, it was all just very adorable. But yeah, I, even- I like the the storyline of like you know the famous guy who leaves his tour bus or whatever to like go into the town to just be part of one of the people and then falls in love with some country girl. Like yeah, I, know, I like that, I, I like that storyline. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very it was very cute. Like also somewhat predictable, of course, but. Oh. <laughs> same with her being like i've got accepted to a columbia but my mom is sick so i can't go and like uh, right. it's like a tale as old as time but i'm glad that Which... her mother like was like uh you weren't even gonna ask me like go please you know <laughs> but like at the same time i understand julie's like position and like yeah. if her mom dies that first year when she's in college she's gonna regret having gone to college for the rest of her life instead of spending the last year with her mother you right. know like she's gonna regret that forever so i understand the difficulty of the situation yeah well i guess now that Stuart came back and they'll be together he can hire that nurse that he suggested to to her to help out That's true. <laughs> he can private jet her home when her mother gets really sick or something oh that's true as well because <laughs> i just assume he's like a billionaire yeah, he well. he may only be like locally famous. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He did have a big old sign of himself on the on the wall. Yeah, and that's it, true. Yeah, and he did have a really annoying publicist. Oh my god, she was the worst. She plays um Janet on The Good Place. Oh. Any of you have seen The Good Place? Um, so she she plays like what is essentially like. An, a humanoid robot oh. <laughs> she's like she's like she's a she is the database for all the knowledge in the universe in oh, the shit. afterlife on the show <laughs> so she's like a, she's my favorite character on the good place because she's like hilarious okay so your favorite character on that show but the t- worst character in this film yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't even have a name. I'm looking oh. for her name on IMDb. She doesn't even have a name. She's she, not even represented. Come on. She she's not, it she doesn't even say publicist? No. Oh. Must be she's an unaccredited That's weird. credit. <laughs> there you go. An uncredited. Whatever they call them. Credit. <laughs> an unaccredited role, whatever they call them. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She does have a name. What is it? It's Kira. Oh. Okay. Which is why I didn't recognize it when I was scrolling down because I was just expecting it to be like publicist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or Kira. to at least have that in parentheses so that I would recognize no. it. No. Yeah. 
They must have mentioned her name like once offhand. And, but... <laughs> must be. Nice. <clears throat> In the outtakes. Yes, yes. All right. I think that's pretty much the storyline, though. Is that all the couples? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. But, like, the storyline is just that all of these couples individually <laughs> fi- find their way t- together. Yeah. <laughs> and then end up at Keon's giant party at the end. <laughs> yeah, at the Waffle Town. The awful Waffle House. Yes. Uh, I like that they found the W and, like, stringed lights on it at the end. Oh, you know, that's another thing that's maybe goes to your theory of the tinfoil woman being santa claus because like as she was there and driving away and like doing the blah 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 speaking and saying like sometimes you need snow the w actually lit up on its own that's true and if you watched through the credits to the end like she is like you see her in her truck kind of just like driving off into the distance singing um Stuart's song there that everybody was liking oh i can't believe i didn't watch to the end to see that (laughs) so she's in there just kind of like driving off after she's created all these christmas miracles and just leaves (laughs) okay i'm more convinced now (laughs) (laughs) thank you you're welcome you're welcome oh man do you have any quotes that you liked from this I do. I think my favorite quote from the whole movie was when Julie's grandfather says, I googled you. You grab your crotch a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just cracked up. Yeah. Just, like picture this old man trying to understand why like a modern day, I'm assuming he's probably a rapper, like would grab his crotch in a picture. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was hilarious too when they just started doing the like Mick Jagger dance or whatever. And he's like, the grandfather's like, no, it's like this. And they're just like, I don't know, chickening around the house. That's cute. What do I want to, which quote do I, I have so many quotes that I wrote down. I did. I wrote down a few as well, but that one, the one with the grandpa was just my favorite. Yeah, that was a really cute one. Um, I did like the line that's, I'm going to eat so much cheese. I'm going to give myself a heart condition. Because ah. I feel like I've been in that position. <laughs> I, yeah i think we've all been in that position um <laughs> i liked when the the keon says my balls just retracted into my body oh my god yeah and she's like what <laughs> which, which i learned on our other podcast recently is not actually possible but as you can see a lot of people say shit like that and i don't have balls so i just assumed until recently that they could I feel like they might be able to with like extensive trauma or something, but I'm not willing to uh, be the guinea <laughs> pig to try that out. <laughs> I like you kick them hard enough for <laughs> some backup. In. They might. I don't know. You'll have to try sometime. Um... <laughs> I don't think I have any volunteers here for that. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'll never have to find out. I guess. That's true. Um, I did like the moment when Addie got got into the tinfoil lady's car or truck and she's like are you crazy you don't go getting into people's cars you don't know and then they have that entire debate about the phone and like (laughs) oh my god just the fact that the temple woman throws her phone out the window (laughs) i would start fearing for my life at that i mean (laughs) in theory it was accidentally right uh it was not accidentally (laughs) she was being santa claus as you've told me um i liked it when 
the tinfoil woman says, sometimes snow can really kick you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Every time it snows, it kicks you <laughs> Seriously. I also, speaking of snow, liked the quote, snow hides a lot. It's like the spanks of weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. I never thought about it, but it's definitely true. Yeah. Just smooths everything all out. True, yeah. <laughs> Um, I liked it when Tobin said, it looks like a text a baby would send. Yeah. When he's talking about Keon's DJ name. <laughs> okay, that was like really at the very beginning. And after I heard that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> this, this movie will be okay. <laughs> yeah. So, same with uh, when uh, Angie had put away all the breakables. And he's like, what about that lamp? Someone could break that. Someone should break that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually think I said all of my quotes. You did? I didn't have as many as I thought. Okay. So you may proceed with the rest of it. Alrighty. I liked Billy at... I shall laugh bluntly. Sounds good. I <laughs> I liked Billy at the diner, or at the Waffle Town, saying, you're going to have to give me a ride home because I bicycled here, and it's real slippy-slidey out there. Slippy-slidey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think Billy is one of Santa's elves, because yeah. he's just as aloof as the tinfoil woman is. So I he think is. He came there together. <laughs> and he had like all of the instruments to help but he's all like you have to be connected to the universe and it will provide your party for you keon and keon listens and it does that's true that's true <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that he's he's in cahoots with tinfoil lady definitely in cahoots <laughs> speaking of i liked when uh Addie was looking at her phone in like in her lap, and um, she, the tinfoil lady was like, "It's like you're standing on a whale fishing for minnows," and she's just like, "What?" <laughs> I still don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> um, sp- you can't eat a whale. <laughs> you, I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> well, I guess people do, but yeah, not recommended no. these days. Illegal. Yes. Um, I liked Tobin talking about his car saying she died doing what she loved, getting really low gas mileage. (laughs) (laughs) Also, she didn't die. She just ran into a ditch. She drove again as soon as he got pulled out of the ditch. Yeah, it's true. Which was confusing because the way it was shot makes it seem like the tire blew flat. Yeah. And like, that's like what caused him to spin out. But then like, as soon as he gets pulled out, he's able to drive to the party. And I'm like, didn't he have a tire? Yeah, like five minutes ago. Why that's what. That? That's what I thought too. Unless they quickly like changed it behind the scenes. I don't know, but maybe I guess maybe the implication is that Tim Woman also fixed his tire, but I don't know. with Christmas magic, you mean? Maybe she waved <laughs> <a> Christmas wand. <laughs> um, the last quote I'll say is also from Tin Foil Lady because she's the best. I uh, she when she said to Tobin. The road is that white thing between the mailboxes. If you hit a ditch or a living room, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, living room. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. So that reminds me of last Christmas when my parents came to visit us out here. Mm-hmm. Um, when they drove back, there was no snow where they live at all. But when they got within, like, 20 minutes of their house, it was, like, white out, several feet of snow on the roads on cloud conditions. And my dad said, like, the last 20 minutes of the drive took an hour and a half. Oh, my because God. He, like, plow- he, in his, like, Subaru, was just, like, plowing through. And he's like, 
you just use the telephone poles and the mailboxes as guides to like where the road is because you can't tell there's no tracks yeah i guess you have to my god how did did, so. did they try to like get up your street because no they went the back way <laughs> okay the road. i was gonna say that would have been impossible I, yeah, no it would definitely have been impossible <laughs> oh, oh man so, right. yeah that reminded me of that anyway so yeah <laughs> little story for you kids we also lived and grew up in an area of the country that is about as rural as where this story took place very much so <laughs> <laughs> except for we got more snow where we lived because we got lake effect snow yes very true um all right i think that's about it for let it snow let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> oh i hadn't even <laughs> I hadn't even made the connection to that song until just now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm 100% sure that's why they named it Let It Snow. Oh, it could be. like Let It Go. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> or the other song, the Christmas song that's Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Oh, oh yeah, that too. They didn't play either one of them. In they the didn't. Movie, they did play some good music in it, though. A couple songs I was like, oh. Yeah. Decent soundtrack. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think that's pretty much it. Do you? Would you recommend this to anyone? I I would. You know, to watch during the Christmas season. Certainly not the rest of the year. <laughs> if you're looking yeah. for a high school slash Hallmark Christmas movie remix, yeah, <laughs> like this is a good example of that. You know, feel good Christmas. Movie. Absolutely, I totally agree. So yeah, I would recommend it. All right. So uh, everyone who's listening, you can reach out to us and let us know what you thought of Let It Snow. You can do so on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And because I'm going to continue doing this for the foreseeable future, I'm (laughs) going to shamelessly plug my book. Yes. (laughs) I wrote a book. It is being released January 31st. It is called Lila and Lucas. You can follow it on Facebook and Twitter. Go check it out. Definitely do, for sure. (laughs) Jamie has already read it. He can attest that it's good. (laughs) I can, and it'll be out very soon. So. And he was also my editor, so if there are any mistakes, it's his fault. Yes, that's probably true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put that on the copyright. Although you've you've seemed to be editing a lot yourself, so... You're fixing those errors, it seems. And I've caught a lot more, so Good. everybody who's read it before me failed. <laughs> we failed you. You all failed me. Um, in addition to checking out Madison's book, um, make sure also that if there's a show, a series, or um, a film that you'd like us to check out to let us know, um, we'd, be hap- we'd happily talk about any Netflix originals that we haven't already discussed. Um, and I know in 2020, there's going to be, we would discuss them again, probably. I mean, well, I guess we would, if someone really (laughs) insisted that we do so, (laughs) please rewatch this and give me a different interpretation on it. I didn't like the way you discussed it last time. We would do it. Yeah. (laughs) If you want us to rewatch all of Grace and Frankie, but record it in one episode this time, we could do that too. There is one more season of Grace and Frankie coming out next year, so you guys will get to experience one more Grace and Frankie episode with us. Aw, you will. 
and then it'll be a sad moment. Maybe we'll moment. break it into two podcast episodes, just because it's the last of it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Back in the day when we used to discuss three episodes per podcast, we did yeah. it that way. And now we just do everything at once. Well, then we're like, maybe this shouldn't be just a Grace and Frankie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about other things as well. True, true. <laughs> All right, on that note, um, we will end that here. And we'll be back next week, hopefully, <laughs> with, yeah. um, you know, another discussion of some Netflix original. Alrighty. Indeed. Until so then. In the meantime, happy holidays. Happy yes. New Year. Thanks for tuning in. Alrighty. And goodbye. Bye. <laughs>